0: Arthur's excuse this time for Pakistan losing their game uh, against Afghanistan. Is the Afghanistan win a bigger political statement than India beating Pakistan? Which Pakistani ex cricketers' reaction do you want to see when they get rolled over by the South Africans? Did the ICC unconsciously, subconsciously, or consciously insult Australia uh, in their match against the Netherlands? And finally, condolences to one of um, India and the world's most legendary cricketers, Mr. Bishan Singh Bedi. Good afternoon, everyone here in Australia, and good morning to those people joining in from India. This is Prasanna Kovalam and welcome to another cracking episode of the Common Man Podcast. Before I start, once again, acknowledgement to uh, traditional owners of this land, and I pay respect to elders past, present, and emerging. We've got a cracking show here. Let's get straight into it. So, what was Mickey Arthur's excuse this time after the embarrassing loss to Afghanistan? What do you reckon, Manan? Do you guys know that the DJ was playing Afghan
1: Jalebi in the stadium and uh, the last rumor I heard was Mickey Arthur was chasing the DJ around Chaipurk because he did not play uh, Dil Dil Pakistan there as well.
2: Boss, I can trust a Delhiwala to crack this Afghan Jalebi joke but honestly, I don't think anybody in Chennai eats Jalebi so much. But definitely, the Afghans have been having a lot of
0: Mysore parks in Chennai. Oh, God. <laughs> God. Once again, we need to continue to stick to our day jobs.
3: (laughs) Oh, well, look, uh, I feel like the win actually has like, uh, you know, it's it's a huge statement from Afghanistan and uh, given the uh, tensions between those two countries and the way India has supported Afghanistan's cricket, uh, in fact, the BCCA, if there's one good thing that the BCCA has done, it is uh, providing a fertile ground for Afghanistan cricket to flourish in India and giving them like the resources. So I feel like this is a huge political statement as far as Afghanistan is concerned uh, when it comes to Pakistan. I do also wish to point out one more thing. Uh, PK, you called our podcast the common man podcast. Uh, It is the common fan (laughs) podcast. Uh, So much for you being a common uh, man or a common (laughs) fan. Just like a fake Aussie, I guess you are also a fake fan. That's the allegation I'm going to level at you.
0: As long as you didn't say I was a fake man, I'm, I'm
3: happy with that. Well, we don't know about that. It's it's a free country, Australia, so we don't know what your uh, gender uh, I don't know where you are on the gender spectrum. We do not judge you for it. <laughs> but,
2: guys, really, Afghanistan, Afghanistan was not just a sporting underdog, but also the political underdog in this game. And with all that Taliban angle, and in the last one month, apparently Pakistan has tried to dispatch 1.7 million refugees back to Afghanistan. And the man of the match, Zadran, made a statement that he's going to dedicate his man of the match award to those people who have to come back from Pakistan, the local Afghans. Ramir Raja taking his interview. Uh, Yeah, you could. could. It's it, it's so funny. It's it's so funny when it's Rami Raja
1: and Pakistan losing a game. He had to just say fantastic like he always says. And but 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 it's it's really funny to see his reactions or in general like pakki cricketers' reactions when it comes to you know reactions when it comes to you know Pakistan
3: losing the games. Yeah, on that on that topic, did you guys see the uh, press release from the PCB? Uh, the latest press release as of last night, they basically oh. threw Babar under the bus again. They were like, we've given full freedom for Babur uh, and the coach to select the team. Uh, so it was it was like a backhanded request to fans to not ban the uh, Pakistani team and asking ex-players to support the team. So the statement was, we request ex-players. I know Pakistan are down in the dumps with shit, uh, fielding shit, everything shit. But please uh, support, uh, you know, as ex-players, you should be backing the team right now in the in whatever remains of the World Cup. Uh, because we gave full freedom to uh, Babur to select his team. But then, yeah. So the unsaid part was that you know the fault is barbers and not ours. But please select, you know, support karlo, please please please. And so there was, was this
2: like, video video of Wazim Akram on a uh, TV show saying that our Pakistani players' mouths are so big that they are eating neharia, karahiya. Eight
1: eight kilos.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then Shoaib Akhtar said, "Finta" is india played. pakistan is playing mara <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, there was yeah. also the protein angle, guys. Uh, you know, when they lost the previous game, they were like, "Oh, there's not enough protein in our uh-huh. diet. We're not having." That was like a probably a reference to like beef not being available, which I'm I i do not know if beef's not available, yeah. but you know, so there's so other there, sources of protein.
2: There's like this really interesting story. I think back in the 90s, some Indian journalists asked Akib Javeb that why do you think India is not able to produce so many Pakistan or so many fast bowlers like Pakistan does. And Javed said something like Tulsi ka patta khane se nahi <laughs> Well, I don't
3: know whatever it is, it's working uh, in India's favour, I guess. What was the fielding and the fielding is uncoordinated. <laughs> As, always. Yeah. As always. I don't know if I don't know if a bit of protein is gonna solve, uh, you know, fielding woes that are embedded in the DNA of Pakistan. I mean, I'm I got I got nostalgic man, like looking at the fielding in that game. Uh, I was like, wow, okay, the 90s are
0: back. Moving on, moving on. As much as we loved um, talking about Pakistan, as, as as everyone would know, my background picture is the, the game that was yesterday, England Sri Lanka, and, and my cousin Warren Kerry, who was at the ground. He said uh, the, of this picture, he took it and he said, "The sun is setting on England's hopes this World Cup." Vijay, what do you think? Um, look,
3: England. I've been I've been uh, seeing a lot of allegations on Twitter that this has been the most boring World Cup uh, so far. And those allegations are from, like, reputed journalists or, uh, you know, people who write for the likes of Wisden. Uh, Yeah, I did a bit of research and turns out all these people were, like, Englishmen. And it kind of checks out because England are doing what uh, England are famous for doing when they come to India, which is basically leaving, getting the fuck out of here. Uh, So uh, this is a repeat of 1947 and other years. Uh, you know, they might as well just pack their bags now because uh, winning those four games are not really going to. Uh, I mean, they are in a very RCBs situation, except that they're probably worse than RCB at this point. And we deep down, we still have a little bit of a soft corner for RCB because we've got like you know Virat Coley playing for it. So uh, yeah, it's 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 a, it's I don't know. It's it's like a wet dream for a for somebody who doesn't like England. So I'm I'm actually quite enjoying the downfall especially given they won the last World Cup under dubious circumstances. So, everybody keeps hyping this whole, you know, England are defending champions and uh, look what they've done to their reputation. I honestly think they're not that big a deal and they honestly uh, should really not be uh, thinking about, you know, defending the World Cup or whatever. It was never theirs to begin with, in my opinion. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that, that's a good point Vijay I reckon um, all the English fans that are listening to this podcast and I've continued to listen after to Vijay's rant um, you might want to reach out to the RCB fans association because they will tell you how exactly you need to figure out net run rates and how you need to support another team in case you want to make sure that England makes it to the semis if you need a travel agent get in touch with me <laughs> <laughs> sure definitely that too, that too all right gonna talk about my mob um, did you see the Twitter post from the International Cricket Council calling the Australia versus Netherlands game as a thrilling game? I mean, they are taking the piss out of Australia even further than I could have ever imagined. Look, I support them for it. I mean, I mean that is the ultimate, ultimate taking the piss. Um, look, Australia did really good. Stat padding, I believe, is the term that they use. because, I mean, you can win all you want against the Netherlands. Uh, but right now I'd still be a bit um, wary of Australia going up against you know even the North Shore cricket 11 really sure. um the um the, they are not they are not a semi-finalist team all right just because they've won two games on the trot they are not going to be and um, you know once they come up to greater um, opponents it's not gonna work out for them but PK. um PK, I don't know if
3: it's your 0% alcohol beer that you've been drinking on the show from the time this started, but uh, I completely disagree with this. But I will let Manan and Ritwik go before I do, so that I can grab my filter coffee and address this argument in full vigor. (laughs) So clearly, of course, you
1: know, they've beaten a couple of, you know, weaker teams still. But uh, the way they've done that is the Australia fold. Uh, They've, at least the last game with Netherlands, they've, typically bash them uh, left right and center and talk about maxwell finally performing for australia and not rcb so uh, 40 ball 100 he was a, he was just a beast out there and uh, with with you call it stat padding it's it's net run rate boost uh, is what i'd say they are already in the top four uh, at least right now and if they win one or two more games out of the rest they are in contention uh, much better than in england like we said the important game obviously will be the New Zealand game and we'll know, you know where they stand. If they win it, then it'll be in your face PK uh, and your Australian uh, colleagues and friends would be at you, trolling you. So, I can't wait to see that too.
2: So, let's look at some precedence. Uh, go back to the 2007 World Cup. We had a bad start. And then we came back and we vacked Bermuda like anything. 250 odd runs, right? We bet them by 260 runs or something. And Australia has beaten Netherlands by 300 runs. So I'm hoping that, fo- that their fortunes are very similar to what our fortunes were back in 2007. But that said, a margin of more than 300 runs in ODI, that's huge. It's only the third time this has happened. And I clearly remember it was as late as 96 when India got its first 300-plus score in an ODI. That was on the back of a, se- of a century by Sachin and one by Sidhu who came at one down. Now, can somebody tell me who was Sachin's opening partner in that game? Somebody who got who got, who got out very early.
0: Uh,
2: Prabhakar? No, not Prabhakar.
3: Shil Sundar Das?
2: No.
0: Mr. Sarav Ganguly?
2: No, no, no. That was a no. few people who got it his... Talk about 9- 1996, right? Ninety-six. Just after the World Cup.
3: Sachin's opening partner. Yes. Oh, yeah.
2: India was experimenting with a new opening uh, opening batsman who did not succeed much, but he now happens to be the batting coach of the Indian team. Vikram Rathwar.
3: Vikram Rathod. Oh, oh,
0: oh, there you go. And something new every day.
3: That's right. Look, personally, uh, I'm not even going to take an emotional stance on this, but I've just been looking at the kind of Australian players that have been peaking off lately. David Warner's been in super huge form. He's been scoring daddy hundreds and daddy fifties if that's a thing. Glenn Maxwell, what do we talk about that forty-ball century? Yeah, talk about start padding all you want, but South Africa lost against the same Netherlands team. So you know, uh, getting hundred of forty is difficult even against a Nepal. So I think I think Maxwell's uh, hit a purple patch. Uh, Zampa has been among the wickets uh, in a few games now. So I don't know, man. Uh, I would never write Australia off. I I just feel like their players are all coming into the uh, Mold like uh, Smith got a fifty after ages. Like I, uh, I saw some start where he hasn't scored a fifty in, in a while, and he got a seventy or uh, in the last game. Labushagne or Labushine is looking good, and he's going to be replaced uh, if rumors are to be believed by Travis Head, who is again, you know, at one point it looked like Travis Head was the uh, you know the uh, holy grail of the Australian team, upon whose arrival their fortunes would uh, change for the better. And right now it sort of looks like that because the whole team's uh, shaping up really well. So I'm going to be quite, uh, you know, I'm going to be a bit uh, hesitant in ruling Australia out. In fact, I feel like they might actually make the third spot or the fourth spot in the uh, table. And if they make the uh, fourth spot, that means that India is going to be playing them at day if we're continuing the current form. And that's a game that I'm sure will be uh, pretty close
0: Speaking of spinners, um, it's been a terrible, terrible week. Um, obviously, hearing about the late, great Bishan Singh Bedi. Um, You know, all four of us, through whatever uh, interactions we've had with cricket, have always been in awe of him. Um, so, let me just pass it on to Manan. You're a, you're a Delhi boy, Manan. What do you reckon?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, of course, uh, pretty sad news. Uh, and, you know, he was one person that... You know who who could just speak against the authority speak his mind anytime and every time he would you know be in front of the camera uh i remember in an incident from the early 90s he was a he was the manager of uh, the team that went to new zealand and we lost really badly and he basically came back and said that if it were up to him they'll he'll throw all of the cricketers in the indian ocean and uh, he. He then, of course, was uh, unceremoniously uh, ticked off from the the team. So, but but uh, great man. Uh, condolences to him and his family.
2: Well, he was definitely a spinner with the temperament of a fast baller. Yeah, and um, pretty much the leader of the uh, famous spin quartet that India had in the 60s and 70s. In fact, there's a very famous story that in the 98. 98- Sachin versus Vaughn series, after Vaughn was being whacked by Sachin all around the park, Vonnie went to Bishan Singh Bedi, got a few tips and probably even ended up uh, taking Sachin's wicket in the subsequent game. So sad news, our condolences and respect to Bishan Singh Bedi and his family.
0: Yeah, I'd like to add to that as well. Look, I think um, one of the key things that Bishan Singh Bedi, and I guess spinners of that era talked about was flight, turn, guile some of those terms seem alien to some of the cricket viewers now right but you could see some of the stock footage of um bishu and prasanna my namesake and a lot a lot of those people and you could just wonder like how brilliant they were um so you know sad sad story and, and um om shanti to his to his soul and uh condolences to his family
3: yeah i also heard the great Bonnie uh took some uh, lessons from yeah, condolences to Bishan Singh, very unlike Shane One, He didn't block me on Twitter, so I guess that's a takeaway. Then <laughs> I don't think we want to see any kind of stock footage of yours or footage in stockings.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Firstly, I'm going to move on to previous. Australia versus New Zealand. Despite all of you people somehow thinking that Australia is now going to lift the World Cup for the you know fifth or sixth time, I reckon New Zealand has got this, all right? Australia can stat-pad against all they want. Smith might have hit the century. Maxi might be ill, but I reckon New Zealand has got this. I reckon New Zealand will win that game. Um, Ritraik, what do you reckon? Pakistan, South Africa. Guess where the venue is for Pakistan versus South Africa? Good old
2: Chennai again. And for a change, Chennai has decided not to be kind to Pakistan. After the uh, historic 90, uh, 194 that Said Anwar got and the standing ovation in the 99 test, so, with South Africa in terrific form, despite that one-off loss against Netherlands, I will be backing South Africa in the Chennai game.
1: Yeah, and in despite the the fact that the DJ will not play either Dil Dil
3: Pakistan or Waka uh, Waka, it's time <laughs> for Africa, I think still South Africa will win. Yeah, yeah, I personally think it's South Africa's game to lose and uh, even if uh, Chepak, can tend to have, like, you know, a tricky pitch that might uh, offer some assistance for the spinners. I feel like South Africa still has a better spin uh, bowling right now than Pakistan in uh, Keshav Maharaj and uh, what's guy's name? Yeah, him.
0: So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, South African bat, ball, and field better than Pakistan, really. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a one-sided game. The, the last game I wanted to talk about, guys, sorry to cut you off, Vijay, the last game, India versus England.
3: Let's go. I just hope uh, England continues their current form and India continues their current form. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, in 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 fact,
2: uh, but uh, sorry, in fact, Moynihan has been talking about the problems that Butler, as a captain, has been facing. Yeah. Like he was, he brought he brought out a very oh, yeah. serious issue that the wicketkeeper is unable to converse with the ballers or the other fielders because. Of the way of the position in which he stands, and we have r- never really had wicket keepers become good captains, right? So it's going to be yeah. Good. I mean, yeah. you know,
0: which, which captain, which keeper captain has done well in Tests, One Days, Twenty Twenties, locally to cheese? I, mean, I, have, I really have I have no idea, you.
3: man. Like Nobody I have never no no heard of a wicket keeper captain doing well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Look, uh, yeah. in my in my in my limited experience as a as the captain of a uh, D one side or as we like to call it, a D-grade one-day side, because it, it makes a nice fun. Uh, the best position for a captain to be in, if you want to talk to the bowler, is probably mid-on, mid-off, and wicket-keeper. Because anywhere else, you're just shouting from one end of the ground, and you're not able to access the other fielders. So, I don't know what moin has been smoking. Uh, I really hope CSK is taking note of his statements. And uh, yeah, I, he'll probably retract before it affects his future prospects uh, in our team. <laughs> Talking
1: about the game, uh, I
3: think England will be wounded. They are.
1: Uh, I hope they think that they're playing a test match and they'll probably be able to give some fight to India who are uh, still trying to figure out the best 11 given that Hardik is out. So it'll be very interesting to see what, what is the 11 that goes out on the field. And of course, in any case, we're going to win. Uh, it's about which 11 guys beat them. Fair enough, Manon. Look, yeah, exactly. As
0: we're going, As you said, we're going to win. I'm actually surprised that the England coaching staff haven't come out and said, "Oh, you know, we haven't been winning because the DJ hasn't been playing Chariots of Fire or Sweet Jerusalem or some any kind of those uh, those music." So you know, uh, at I least think, that's think, good for us. I but think they're they just, just
3: they're just finding the games boring, so they're not playing that well. That that seems to be <laughs> the excuse. This <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna
0: be it's gonna be shitty for them because they're gonna have to stick back after some bilaterals after Australia leaves. Yeah. But um, anyway, that's been a great episode, everyone. Thank you all for joining us. And um, looking forward to all the games ahead. And see you soon on our next podcast. Bye-bye.
3: Bye.